وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نظرت مختصاد I hope you are in the best of health Allah سبحانه وتعالى grant you عافيت Allah تعالى grant you سحد إن شاء الله الأديد and may the Ummah benefit from the beautiful advice and nasiha that you give on a daily basis مختصاد the platform is yours Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Rabbish rahli swadri wa yasilli amri. Wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 29th of Rajab, 14.45. We continue reciting the dua for today. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balighna Ramadan, as mentioned in Mishkat Sharif. We say Jazakumullahu khairan to our technicians, our brother Junaid Khan and brother Zakaria, and Barakallahu Fikum to you, Mona Salim Kareem, Hafidahullah. Today, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla, we focus on Chapter 33, Suratul Ahzab, the Coalition, and verse number 6. Very, very interesting lesson. Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla teaches us. We all have authority over ourselves, over our eyes, over our ears, our body, anatomy. But in Islam, when we say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, that there is none really worthy of worship except Him, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala, and Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was, is, will always be the last and the final messenger and prophet of Almighty Allah. So it's obvious then. Almighty Allah has the greatest authority over us. He is our creator and the only one, the supreme being that we worship. And Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam also has a greater authority over us. We want to eat something? No, we can't eat that. Why? Because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, no, that is forbidden and unlawful. So that's just one example. Million examples can be cited and mentioned. So yeah, all Matthew life teaching us chapter 33, verse number 6. And Nabi and the Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, peace be upon him, he has greater authority over the believers, male, female, adult, children, everybody. Min anfusihim, compared to what authority they have over themselves. Why? Because Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu's love must be right in the inner recesses of our heart. 
la yu'minu ahadukum hatta akuna ahabba ilayhim yuwalidihi wa waladihi wa nasi ajma'in go open Bukhari Sharif Mishkar Sharif Mustad Ahmed you cannot be a true believer and a true Muslim and a mu'min until and unless you have such love for me the love must motivate inspire propel you that you have more love for me compared to your own parents your own children your own siblings and all the people put together so iman ka taqaza yeh mohabbat ka taqaza yeh our faith and conviction demands this from us and the love that we have for almighty allah the love we have for mustafa habibuna rasulullah sallallahu demands from that from us we suppress our desires and please almighty allah azza wa jalla and mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam Wallahu wa rasooluhu ahaqqu ay yurduhu in kanu mu'mineen. Please, Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, please, Mustafa, Sallallahu Sallam, if you have true, devoted, dedicated Iman, is weekend now. Where are we? What are we going to do? How many haram activities will we indulge in? So all these are questions. The honorable wives of Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Sayyida Khadija, Sayyida Aisha, Sayyida Hafsa, and all the honorable wives, wa azwajuhu and his honorable wives and spouses, ummahatuhum. They are the mothers of this ummah. Therefore, we say, Ummal Mu'mineen, Sayyida Khadija al-Kubra, Ummal Mu'mineen, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha. Nobody can marry them after the demise of Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So in that way there, remember, out of respect and honor for the Master salam, and for them, that Allah has elevated their rank and status. Any Shia, any person, Khomeini or whoever else, la'anahullah, <coughs> Allah tells curses on them, who curses Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, and curses and condemn Sayyidah Hafsa because of their hatred for Siddiq Akbar for Sayyidah Bakr Siddiq an, and Omar Farooq Sayyidah Omar Amirul Mu'mineen radiallahu anhu warda hence they hate their daughters also I have Quran Sharif in my hand now Wallahi Wallahi Al-Azim such people are kuffar and Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi taught us Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, when you see those people swearing, cursing, castigating, condemning my students, my companions, then say, Allah's curse be upon you for the evil you are perpetrating. Therefore, you must say loudly and boldly, Khomeini and his ill, the kuffar, she as non Muslims. They might have non they have my they might have Muslim names, but in reality they are non Muslims. When they are swearing the greatest companions, Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq Sayyidina Umar Farooq Sayyidina Usman and Sayyidah Aisha Sayyidah Hafsa Amir So such people can never be Muslim. Now, this next sentence here, you need to understand some background. 
when in the time that of the Prophet Mustafa time permission was granted you migrate and make hijrah from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Munawwara so now to establish that solidarity and to establish the unity in the rank and file of the Muslim so this was a temporary measure that the Muhajirin the migrants and the people of Medina who subsequently became the Ansar so remember they would inherit from one another you and you are brothers you and you are brothers so Mustafa made them brothers even for inheritance purposes but everybody knew that this was a temporary measure and then these verses were revealed that that law is abrogated it was for a temporary phase and stage and now the laws of inheritance will be based on blood relationship and on marriage so these are the two causes and reasons for want to inherit either you are the son the daughter the father the mother the brother sister sibling uncle and so forth and the nephew niece like that and marriage so they will inherit but not based on remember that one person migrated and another person assisted him or vice versa so that law has been abrogated and cancelled hence all Allah states and the family ties Arham is the plural of Rahim so we are very close to our today I am going to Trichat wasn't my honorable sister so why rahim rahim means that we come from our honorable mother and we come from the same rahim so remember that so therefore we have family ties and so forth so that is why we have that close bond with our siblings and so forth and remember the family ties and the relatives they are they are nearer and closer to one another regarding inheritance in the book of Almighty Allah Allah Ta'ala called the Ansar the people of Medina Munawwara the believers and called the Muhajirin the migrants from Makkah all of them are the believers but remember these are the special titles those who migrated from Makkah Muhajirin and those in the Ansar and here in this verse classified as true believers except if you want to do some goodness to your friends and family distant family not close family then that is permissible when a Muslim person passes away first thing will be burial funeral expenses from the estate of the deceased but if some family member friends want to pay for it it's fine second one the debts of the deceased must be paid to the creditors whether it's personal debts or whether it is corporate business debts and all those must be expedited justice delayed is justice denied third one is wasiya is bequeath you bequeath for your neighbor who is Tom Dick and Mary non-Muslim also is permissible but that will be the maximum one third from the net estate whatever is left behind now so we should always remember that Islam is giving us that opportunity or remember we want to give to a mosque a masjid madrasa any purpose that is permissible obviously not to a church or to a gambling casino and you know all these haram places so that would be null and void 
we are telling you that the law of the muhajir and ansar the migrant and the helper will inherit is a temporary law and that is abrogated and cancelled and now the law is it is based on family ties and ziwaj and marital ties so that law was written already from time immemorial so the law or the faces of inheritance will be family ties and blood relationship and marriage so that was already written and recorded in the book of almighty Allah in Loha Mahfuz in the sacred tablet so Islam some places has temporary laws but that is based for great, great wisdom. Our first Qibla, Masjid Al-Aqsa, and then after 16, 17 months, that inshallah tomorrow or Monday will be Shaban. So remember on 15th night of Shaban, so after 16, 17 months, the ayat was revealed. You ya Rasul Allah, Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nami Nami, turn your Chehram Anwar and your Chehram Mubarak, Ya Rasulullah, your honorable countenance, your Mubarak Jasad Athar. Now, no more face Majidul Aqsa, face the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafa. So, you see, the law to Aqsa was just a test and a trial, and for 16, 17 months, and thereafter, eternally, the Qibla and the place we will face is the Baytullah, Kaaba Musharrafa in Makkah and to elevate the rank of the master salam, he was he is he always will be the only sahibul qiblatain the one who faced both qiblas he is the only one in the entire universe and creation sahibul isra'il mi'raj so you will find that so many great great khasais and distinctions and unique features are conferred upon him habibuna mustafa rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam Today is the 29th of Rajab, so we have to scan the sky tonight wherever you are in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, Majidul Aqsa, in all parts of the world. So tonight, tomorrow, if the crescent is sighted, will usher in the month of Shaban. And if it is not sighted, then tomorrow, Sunday, will be 30th of Rajab, and automatically Monday will become 1st of Shaban. Here for you students, ulama and others, there's a wonderful thing to remember. No one has mentioned this hadith in the Qutub Sitta in the six famous works. But Imam Tirmidhi, rahimahullah, he states, Imam Tirmidhi, rahimahullah, haddathana Muslim ibn Hajjaj. Imam Muslim, rahimahullah, of Sahih Muslim, he has taught me, he taught me, Imam Tirmidhi, rahimahullah, this hadith, and qala nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi sallam, the master, Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said, ahsu hilala sha'ban li ramadan, pay particular emphasis regarding the crescent and the moon of Shaban so that your Ramadan timing and the sighting and all will also be correct and was Al-Albani Sheikh Albani rahimahullah said that this hadith is sahih so that's a wonderful nukta and a point to remember Imam Muslim taught Imam Trimizi this hadith and the chain continues and then the master alayhi salatu salam said we know that many 
many parts of South Africa is overcast conditions, it's raining and so forth, irrespective of that, we have to fulfill our duty with beauty and most calendars show that Monday will be first, but nevertheless, we must do our duty with beauty, so scan the sky this evening after Maghrib, inshallah, is 18 hour moon in our part of the world, so in Durban it will be less and in Cape Town and there so forth, it will be Khrobles Wuk, you must remember there it will be much more, I suppose, so let's see what happened with our moon Samis and so forth so the end of tomorrow already you can take it will be the first of Shaban Okay, let's give you Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim the news, views, and interviews locally, nationally, and globally, and internationally. Israeli, the super terrorists and murderers, they murdered 21 civilians who are outside the Nasir Hospital Day in Gaza. These are civilians. You come, your snipers, and you just murder. And then you say you are a nation of peace. You have got the most moral army. You have a democracy. You are super haramis. And if you don't know the term haramis, it means illegitimate children. But illegitimate children is too honorable a word for them. They are bees. And remember, double bees. They are super bees. Remember that. So that is what we call the jutlas, haramis, murderers, super terrorists, Hitler's children. UNICEF says 700,000 children on the verge of malnutrition, starvation day in Sudan. So things are getting from bad to worse and the condition is deteriorating. Israel now is going to start and already started the bombing targets in Rafah. United Nations said they cannot do that. United States said they must not do that. But they're an arrogant nation and they feel they can do whatever they want to. Bibi Netanyahu, the criminal and the war criminal and the butcher of Gaza, he feels that the longer he can murder the Palestinians, remember he's not bothered about the hostages, he will stay in power but it will not be you will have to go to jail you harami and super terrorists you see that they don't allow a foreign journalist to come in and report from Gaza one two only but generally they don't allow because they murdered and martyred more than 100 journalists majority of them Muslim and some are non-Muslim obviously the term martyrs is only for Muslim so the journalists themselves have become the headlines to they remember themselves. Biden is gone crazy and nuts. I think he's having too much coconuts, the Harami. He calls Sisi, the pharaoh of Egypt, the president of Mexico. Can you believe that? And he's going to be your president against, remember, President Trump, the two old cronkies, the two old topas, the two old crazy guys, one in his 70s, one in his 80s, and both of them getting mixed up. Remember that? So Biden really has a problem you must remember with his memory and with his understanding Camilla Harris that she is blowing her top she doesn't know if Biden wins I don't think she will be vice president he's going to kick her out according to what I know in Pakistan things are very hot Imran Khan is in jail but if you take the election results it's not the final results that are trickling in Imran's party has got the most seats but they couldn't go in as 
the Pakistan Tahrik Insaf, the PTI, but they went in as independents and they have won the elections if you take the seats. Nawaz Sharif, very big crook if you know Pakistan politics. Three times already he was Prime Minister. So he says that no, he doesn't have the greatest amount of seats, but he will make and form, we have sent coalition with other parties, hence then they will have the majority. So both parties are claiming victory. Imran Khan from jail sent an AI message, you understand, artificial intelligence message to say that we have victorious and so forth. This weekend, Saturday, Sunday, a lot of horse trading will go on there in Pakistan, in Lahore, Islamabad, Karachi, and Pindi, and all that. Remember, Pakistan politics, the dirty politics, Dandli, a lot of rigging took place, people were murdered, and so forth. Allah have mercy. Saddle Ramaphosa, your president of South Africa, says, I say your president, I never ever voted for them. So Saddle Ramaphosa says, there must be an immediate ceasefire, you must remember, there in Palestine, and occupied Palestine, and an independent Palestinian state. But who's going to listen to you, Saddle? Dozens of rockets fired at Israel from Lebanon by Hezbollah Shaitan, Hezbollah. Well done. Every Houthi who prevents the ships from moving on the Red Sea, well done. Every rocket and missile that hits Israel, very good. Every Jutla there who supports Israel, remember, is a legitimate target. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue. Biden, listen to this here, you Jutlas, Haramis, and Americans. Biden, Joe Genocide Biden says, Israel's military conduct is over the top. Meaning that, in simple words, the masters in using euphemism, that they are super terrorists, killing, murdering innocent civilians, male, female, adult, and children, and babies. They must be charged, you must remember, for war crimes, genocide, ethnic cleansing, and crimes against humanity. And therefore, this weekend, you will see millions of people marching, rallying, protesting against the apartheid, the terrorist Nazi regime, and majority people marching are non-Muslims. The Saudis and that is MBS, the Harami, Murtad bin Shaitan promoting yoga and getting the women involved whether you want to get involved in yoga in South Africa or in Palestine or Saudi Arabia or United Arab Emirates for us Muslims, totally haram and unlawful just like your Valentine is totally haram. You can't buy anything to do with Valentine. You can't go and sell anything to do with Valentine. You can't go and promote it, advertise it, and so forth. Yes, if something is on a Valentine special, some, for example, utensils or whatever, and it's a good price and you need it, so you can go and buy it. There's no problem with that. But for you to deliberately advertise it, promote it, and so forth, and celebrate it, all absolutely haram. The Israelis have destroyed the entire infrastructure, you must remember, of Gaza al-Mubarakah. Hence, this will be a lost generation. No madrasa, no school, no university, nothing. But Allah, Jalla have made the Palestinians the most resilient people. Remember that. They will sort things out and they will liberate Palestine. Israel guilty of breach of international law. That some of these Israeli soldiers that they stripped the Palestinians, they blindfolded them, and until then they took video 
videos and so forth and then they let it go viral throughout the world so remember we asked the IDF the Israeli diaper force what the hell are you doing that you are super terrorist and you're still proud about it shame on you so now they fired one guy can you believe this so that are the way of the Israelis and the Jews they are a cursed nation and are murderers of prophets and messengers the baby killers and then our other enemy the Hindus and the BJP we don't say every Jew every Hindu is our enemy Chapter 5, verse 82, we will say majority Jews and majority Hindus. So the BJP there in India, Modi and his party, now whatever is gained importance and significance, and to the world also, because of the Muslim contribution, 700 years plus rule of Muslims. So whether it's Taj Mahal, he goes and undermines it. Ajmer is a sacred place for Muslims because Hazrat Mu'inuddin Chishti, Rahimahullah, nine million people have embraced Islam so they want to undermine that place as well and they're demolishing the mosque and so forth five people died you must remember in the mosque demolition in India they say Ham you're not allowed to come and demolish our masajid and mosque we would rather give our lives Allah grant them the highest stages of martyrdom and of shahishuhada and Allah Ta'ala bless them but remember that it is the Muslim governments, the Arab Tanpot dictators, the Murtads and the apostates that is your Saudi Arabia and your United Arab Emirates and Bahrain and all these countries who have employed millions and millions of Hindus they can just expel them and kick them out and sever diplomatic ties with Israel and then see but they themselves themselves are Haramis. If they have a choice of employing a Muslim and Hindu, they in the Gulf states, many of them will give preference to the Hindu. That is their mentality. Come to South Africa. So here you have a deputy mayor in Shwani, Yopitoria. So this deputy mayor, her name was Moya. So this Moya, she pocketed 10,000 rand, you see. So she's supposed to undertake a trip and so forth to Saudi Arabia. She never went there. And the EFF said that she pocketed it. Now she, she paid it back. But how did you pay it back after the EFF found out and they made a big noise or before that? So how many of them are just pocketing our money? Your petrol price is a steep increase again for March. So remember the government, your elections are coming. So just remember that, that this government and like majority governments in the world, big crooks in simple terms, you must remember that. And then you must remember you Jutla's humiliation disgrace in this world wherever you go well done to Ireland the Irish team refused to shake hands with the Israeli terrorist team in baseball and what basketball or whatever they were playing basketball so remember they said you are murderers and you are terrorists and therefore we got nothing to do with you they never stood with them before 
before the match in the same line and they never shook it. Well done. That is what you must do. You must ostracize them. You must show the world you abhor and detest their activities in Gaza al-Mubarakah. You non-Muslims don't understand Mubarakah. It means the holy and blessed land of Palestine and Gaza. My sister, my auntie, my mother, and that is to you personally, Naledi Pandor, our Minister of Foreign Affairs. To you, Harun, you know me and I know you. I hope you are listening, Harun. And if you are not listening, any one of you in Pretoria, Cape Town, or the Pando family, don't let them intimidate you, my sister, my auntie. Never let a jutla or a jutli intimidate you. Naledi Pandor has said that the Israeli spies are now threatening the Pando family and they are sending messages, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. You are a high-profile politician. You stood your ground and remember you were the one, the catalyst and the inspiration to millions of people to take them to the ICJ. Harun, my brother, you know where we met and I love you and I told you, give mommy salams. So you must write down these three verses. Surah chapter 29 and verse 30. Whenever people or anybody troubles you or Muslim, we have yakin, we have firm conviction in the promises of all material Allah, Jalla wala, chapter 29, Surah An-Kabut, the spider, and verse number 13. So all mighty Allah teaches us, Rabbin surni alal qawmil mufsideen. Ya Allah, you assist me against these troublemakers, mischief makers, and so forth. Then you read the dua if you think it's getting too much and too much pressure. Then chapter 54, verse number 10. The first dua was the dua of Lut alayhi salam, Prophet Lot, L-O-T, against the gay community, troublemakers. The second dua I'm mentioning now, dua means supplication, chapter 54, verse 10. Nabi Nuh alayhi salam, Noah, when the people did not want to see his face, they did not want to hear his message, they would insert the fingers in their ears. فَدَعَا رَبَّهُ أَنِّي مَغْلُوبٌ فَانْتَصِيرٌ Oh Allah, I'm overwhelmed, overpowered. You defend me, you assist me. My auntie, my sister, my mother, Naledi Pando, read these du'as. You Muslimah, and you should learn all these du'as. Harun, you go out in Jamaat, mashallah, teach all your family members. No one can touch you. You have our support. No jutla, jutli can intimidate us. You understood haramis? I know you're recording me. One settler, one bullet will settle the issue. Third du'a you read, Harun, teach your mummy and everybody else. Chapter 40, verse 45. Chapter 40, verse 44. Not 45. 45 gives you the benefit. So chapter 40, verse 44. O Almighty Allah, my matters, my affairs, I hand them over to you, O Almighty Allah. Inna Allah basirun bil ibad. Verily, O Allah, that you are the one all observing over the people and creation and servants. We must never 
never trust people, organizations and politicians, government. They turn this way, that way. They look for expediency. Wherever they fight papers, the money is there. They'll go there. 90% Muslim, non-Muslim. So you get 10-15% who are straight people in the world today. So chapter 40, verse 45, all Matthew Allah, Jalla teaches us, Allah will protect you from the plotting, planning of those people who are scheming against you. And Saudi Arabia is fuming. Marwan Barhuti, the Palestinian leader in jail, also said, the United States have deceived Saudi Arabia. It's good. The Saudis and Emiratis and Arab Tanpot dictators, murtas, worshipping Israel and America, they make them fools and donkeys every day. But these donkeys do not realize. So the Americans already released a statement that no, Israel and Saudi ties will be normalized soon, even if there's no ceasefire and so forth there in Gaza. So the Saudis say that's an absolute lie and so forth and so on. So now they are fuming and blowing their gaskets and everything else. Okay, the Shaban moon, I told you. Today, our programs from 7 to 9, Mona Khalid Yaqub, inshallah. 6 to 8 will be Nat Kirat, our brother Suleiman Esop. And then, remember, 8 to 9 will be Mona Musa Laher, a message for the youth, the youth program. Good news, Mufti Ibrahim Desai, I'm sorry, Mufti Ibrahim Desai, Pastor, Allah give him Jannat those. Mufti Ibrahim Smith of Cape Town will be joining us, joining Muslim Karim from Monday, inshallah. Allah, beginning of Shaban, and that will be from five past four, sorry, seven past four, whatever Muslim Karim and whatever Mufti Ibrahim Smith they have decided for about 20 minutes, Nasiha and advices and so forth. And then there will be Adhan, and then I will come in, and this is right through for now, Ramadan and so forth. Ramadan, there might be some adjustments because we'll be starting 3 a.m. in Ramadan, inshallah, Aziz. So Mufti Ibrahim Smith is my student also. So Allah Ta'ala reward him, mashallah, for making all the sacrifices and wonderful programs he had. Yesterday he had brother Yusha Tayyab and he had, you understand, Zahir Adam. We will send out the podcast today, inshallah. So Monana, we have about 14, 15 minutes for quick fire Q&A, inshallah, Laziz. What is the ruling on becoming a chartered accountant? Is it possible to work in halal in this field? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The question is very similar to a person becoming a lawyer, attorney, advocate, senior counsel, and so forth and so on. Yes, you become a lawyer, but you don't become a liar. A person comes to you and tells you he raped a lady. You say, no, you didn't rape her. You must say you sexually assaulted her. A person comes to you, he tells you he committed premeditated murder. You tell him and coach him that no, you must say, I committed manslaughter. So Quran Karim teaches us divine rights and human rights more than 1400 years ago. And these Satans and Shaitan, the Iblis children, they want to come and tell us what is human rights and so forth. So Quran Karim teaches us, oh, you chartered accountant, oh, you lawyer and whoever else in the corporate world, wala takullil khainina khasimah. 
never become remember the one defending the one who is guilty chapter number 4 surah nisa verse number 105 mistakes we all can make I make mistakes you make mistakes but deliberately to go and help and assist and abet that person he committed that crime so now you are a CA and you're a top shot accountant and so forth that person swindled the people and government and so forth with vet and what have you and deliberately you go you bribe and so forth and you save that person from 100 million and so forth 50 million loss he's happy you happy you paid bribe of 10 million or 5 million so all that obviously is haram Islam says that the person who pays the bribery is haram the one who receives it is haram and then you get the middleman he says hey baba nigamina give me I have all the context it's not what you know it's who you know so who you know so you curse by Allah Ta'ala so that is how Islam eradicates and removes all form of corruption Hazrat Mawana Umar Palampuri Rahimamullah one of the great great giants you must remember he was the khatib of the Tablik Jamaat so many a time we heard him speak we heard him speak in Karachi Pakistan and I heard him speak in Nizamuddin and so forth so all this Allah grant them all Jannat al-Firdaus al-A'la one day we you were there also I think Muslim Karim we went to Makki Masjid there in Karachi to Hazrat Ji ne farmaya Hazrat Ji meaning Hazrat Mohana Umar sahab ne farmaya eh muslimano aaj ka musibat vataman aa rahe aaj ka musibat vataman aa rahe vataman aa jante ho so everybody kept quiet what jewel Hazrat is pulling out now he say vataman aa ye rishwat hai Hazrat Mawana Omar Sahib Nawwar Allah Umar Qadahu said the big problem in the Muslim Ummah today is Vataman Aar. So nobody knew what he was alluding to, referring to. He said Vataman Aar refers to Rishwa, bribery, corruption and so forth. We will say the government is corrupt, but how corrupt are we? Think about that. Hey, bhai, are you guys stone worshippers? I see on TV how you worship the black building in Saudi. That building is just made out of bricks and is man-made. So why worship it? My brother, you see, sometimes you think you understand the truth, but it's very, very far from the truth. You are assuming that is the case. Our constitution is the noble Quran. I want you, my brother, my sister, that you must now go to chapter 106. You see, when I speak, I corroborate and I substantiate it with the help and mercy of Allah with divine text. And that is the Quran, glorious Quran, noble Quran. Oh, prophetic text, the teaching, preaching of the last and final prophet and messenger, Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In the ending of the noble Quran, Quran Sharif is 114 chapters. Go to chapter 106. It comprises four verses only and verse number three. I read for you. 
They, the Muslims, you must worship the sustainer, nourisher, owner of the Baytullah. We never worship the Baytullah, that the building, the edifice and structure. You see the Hindus, you see the Buddhists, you see the people who worship idols or objects and so forth, lingam, the male organ, or uni, you must remember the female organ or whatever. So you must remember that they will place it in a high place and they will be sitting or bowing down or prostrating in a lower place so when we are there in Makkah we are right on top and on the third floor fourth floor twentieth floor hundredth floor and we are much higher than the structure itself tomorrow when that building will be demolished as the Prophet Sallallahu said Imam Bukhari Rahimahullah brought the whole Tarjamatul Bab Hadmil Kaaba it will be demolished there will be no structure we still will face in that direction we see the miracle my brother sister now Ramadan time there will be more than two million people Hajj time there will be two and a half three million people the Imam now we're going to read prayer he will say in less than one minute one million people remember are standing straight and they come from over hundred countries with thousand dialects you must remember you show me one place in the world where you can achieve that nowhere in the world and remember so why do we face in that direction so we have uniformity and we have unity in thought that yes Allah this is the most sacred place whether I'm on the plane whether I'm on the train whether I'm suffering at home or I'm traveling and I have to pray so I won't pray in any direction unless it's voluntary prayers but for my mandatory and compulsory prayer I have to face the Baytullah, the Kaaba Musharrafah. Sayyidina Umar Amirul Mu'mineen radiallahu anhu. Listen to this, my brother Tom, Dick and Mary. He came to the black stone by the black house, as you say, the black structure, and he addressed it in hajar la tadur you are but a stone you cannot cause me harm you cannot cause me benefit but because you were you are mahbub to Mustafa beloved to the master so therefore you are mahbub and beloved to us but you are not ma'bud ma'bud is who will we worship we worship Allah alone we don't worship any creation anybody anything that we leave for you non-Muslims you worship Jesus you also confuse your fuses are blown you got so many different versions of the Bible that the virgins are confused and remember how many different groups you have in Christianity somebody say Jesus is God himself incarnate divinity in the form of humanity some of you say he's the son of God some of you say that he is not that he's the son of a halot Allah forbid let the jutlas the cursed nation so you are the people who worship one creation worshipping another creation and that is Jews and Hindus and Buddhists and whatever you we Muslims are the only people on the face of the earth who believe in true monotheism we worship none except him the one and only supreme being Almighty Allah so I hope I remove all the confusion and the, you know blowing your fuses so I hope you remove all that from your brains my brother to my surprise, a Muslim couple stopped at our church and offered their prayers inside. They said that they were travelers and it was raining and needed shelter. 
I was always under the impression that churches are taboo for Muslims. Remember that there are three issues there. Issue number one is if you go to a church, Allah sabilil istitla, you want information, what do you do in a church and so forth? I give you my local example and I give you, you must remember that my international example, I was 20 years in Newcastle from January 81 to 2001 January. Then I came here and my career started with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah in media. So I was studying biblical studies via UNISA. So it's obvious I need some books and references. So they, till today, they have an academy. It's called St. Dominic's Academy. And there was an old nun there, Sister Teresa. I'm sure she must be dead already. So, but she was very kind and generous. And I told her, Madam, you know, or sister or nun or whatever, I need some books, you know, and I promise you, she told me, take it. And nothing, I didn't have to sign or anything. Just based on trust, she gave me the books. And I told her after one week, two weeks, I'll bring it back. When I returned it, she said, any book you need, you come to me and I'll give it to you. So she took me inside. You must remember that they are church. She took me inside their place of worship and so forth and so on. So I went there and I asked her, you'll understand, is all this permissible what you're doing? You got the statue of Jesus there. You got the statue of Mary there. She just tried. She was blushing, old lady. She didn't know what answer to give. She said, you know, no, it's just for decoration and so forth and not veneration and all what you say, gold mole batiki. She just gave some fairy tale answers and that. I didn't want to put her. So now if you go there just for information. Your holy Safalka, the keys of it, where you Christians say that now in March and April you will say, let me give you the exact date here. I have the calendar in front of me. So now you will say, Good Friday this year is 29th of March. And then you will say, Easter Monday and so forth and all these kind of things there. So what you say? Easter Friday, Easter weekend. So why you say Jesus was crucified, Jesus died, Jesus was put in the tomb, all Fat, big fabrications and big fat lies all that how foolish are you Christians one side you say he's God and son of God and Trinity and other side you say he died and he's buried then who's running the world and you say he's born in Bethlehem then who was running the world before he was born do you even think you must remember these type of things here. Okay, so let's come now to the Holy Safalka, the holiest church in Christendom. I went right inside there. And for you Muslims and non-Muslims, from 1187 till today, the holiest church in Christendom, the keys are still in the hands of the Muslims. They open the church, they close it. And remember, this is the karamat and honor Allah bestowed to Saladin the just Salahuddin Ayyubi even Bada Wafatihi even after his death. So that's one scenario. You go to gain and imbibe and learn something. Two that you go into a church and you pray in front of the statues and all that absolutely haram unlawful. If you are in such a situation, your life is in danger or you fear that people will mug you, assault you and so forth, as a last, last, last resort, you go and pray, you must remember in the church and in the place where there are no idols, nothing of the Christians, as a last, last resort where your life is in danger, your limbs are in danger, 
Hijjah. So then it's permissible. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu, write down the dates of Muslim, non-Muslim, Gregorian calendar 636, Islamic calendar 16th year after the Hijrah. So Freerness is the leader of the Christians and now they are sitting in the same church of the understanding. Resurrection, Kanisatul Qiyamah, they call in Arabic and Holy Safalka in English and Mithaqe Umar and now they're drawing out the covenant of Sena Umar. Your monasteries, your churches will not be demolished and so forth. Your Sofrianist Christian leader said that no Jew must be allowed to stay in Jerusalem. Reference, go open the book, Jerusalem, the key to world peace. Sena Umar rejected that and said, how you can live here, the Jews will also live here. Adalat Umar, the justice of Sena Umar. Sofrianist told him it's prayer time. I know. So why don't you pray here? Look at the inside, foresight of Sayyidina Umar. He said, I know it's permissible. I can read here in the church. There's no idols this side or anything. But tomorrow, my people, the Muslims will say, Amirul Mu'mineen, Sayyidina Umar bin Khattab, radiallahu anhu arda, the second greatest person to walk on this earth after Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq, radiallahu anhu, and after all the prophets and messengers, alayhi salam, so they may be one day tell you they want this for themselves and they might take it by force or they will negotiate so it's in your interest that I don't read and perform salat and prayer yeah he threw a stone and then where the stone landed the masjid he read salat there it's called masjid Umar nowadays so if it is a last last resort so then it is permissible to visit it to gain information permissible and to go and visit it and go pray there in front of the statues and so forth totally haram unlawful barakallahu feekum wassalam kareem boss we'll speak to you monday in shaban inshallah and you'll have mufti ibrahim smith tomorrow morning no program this time yeah tomorrow afternoon between two and four you can listen to us on ansar and markas sahaba sarias fm inshallah inshallah laziz between two and four in the afternoon jazakallah khair i'm running to the masjid now assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah